In Australia this Sunday, we mark the Sunday of the Word of God. Through this Sunday, we are reminded of both the importance and the centrality of the Word of God in our Catholic life. It is helpful to recall also that the Word of God has a double meaning. It is the written and sacred text that is in the Bible and which plays a key part of our sacred liturgy, not just the readings from sacred scripture. It is also a person, the Word of God with a capital W, who is Jesus Christ, the eternal Word who came to earth to save mankind. Every word uttered by God in whatever form is fruitful in the soul of one who offers no resistance to it. As we turn our eyes to the Gospel reading, don't St Peter's words strike a chord in our own hearts? Leave me, Lord, I am a sinful man. Although a person may present outwardly as balanced and calm, inside the silence of our own souls, we do know our own shortcomings, failures and sins. Before God, that makes us uneasy, at times may be fearful, and as St. Peter experienced, it causes us to fall on on our knees and ask the Lord to leave us. For we are not only uncomfortable before him, but realize his great goodness and our sins. But that is not how Christ looked upon St. Peter, and it is not the way he looks on us. What did he say to St. Peter? Not, okay, I'll go, but rather, do not be afraid. From now on it is men you will catch. Jesus gave him the task of being an apostle, and to St. Peter he gave it first. St. Peter's weakness did not bar him from being called, but we might say fitted him to be Christ's chosen instrument. St. Paul understood this too from his own experience. What does he say in the epistle reading? I am the least of the apostles. In fact, since I persecuted the Church of God, I hardly deserve the name Apostle. But by God's grace, that is what I am. The sins of St. Paul did not prevent Christ from calling him, but rather, through the grace of conversion, St. Paul became a great Apostle. Let's focus for a moment upon the actions of St. Peter. We are told that he fell at the knees of Jesus. It is possible that Jesus is sitting in the boat and Peter comes close to him and kneels so that his hands might be clasped on the knees of Jesus. This action seems to be one both of worship and adoration, as well as complete trust and intimacy. St. Peter's posture and that of Isaiah in the first reading, strike me as amazingly similar. This can serve serve to remind us that our body is to be involved in the worship of God. 
Where is the supreme act of worship of God that has been handed down to us? It is the Holy Mass. Often at Mass our focus or attention can be on the words, which are important, but to the detriment of the actions. What we do with our body, we do with our soul and with our mind. The bodily gestures of the Mass, kneeling, genuflecting, bowing, signs of the cross, beating of the breast, are not like icing on a cake. These gestures are gestures of worship. Our our, our participation at Holy Mass is not only through words, but rather it is at times wordless. It is at times silent. Our participation at Holy Mass must be the interior movement of the heart and also the movement of the body. St. Peter might have said the same words standing at the other end of the boat, couldn't he? Calling out to Jesus. But his going closer to Jesus, going down on his knees, made the words much more powerful and meaningful. It also expressed his humble expression of unworthiness in a, wor- in a way that words could not. What both St. Peter and St. Paul and all the saints would tell us is that none of us are fit to be in God's presence. It is only by an undeserved divine gift of grace that we are admitted into the divine presence. But it's not a grudging indulgence on God's part. It is what he desires. It is something that we see time and time again in the Gospels from Christ. So when we are weighed down by our sins, our weaknesses, and all seems confused and inconsistent, then we must not go away from Christ. Rather, we must run to him and with great confidence kneel before him in the Blessed Sacrament, where the radiance of his face and the burning flame of his love are really and truly present. There we can rest. He will restore peace to our troubled heart. He will console us. We must not avoid his presence in the Blessed Sacrament because it is only there that we will be healed. Remember also the great power of forgiveness that comes to us from the merciful and sacred heart of Christ in the Sacrament of Confession. At Holy Mass, in the presence of the Holy Angels, Let us bow humbly before Christ our Master and through him offer to the Father the worship of our mind, our heart and our body.